Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. I'll tell you more about them coming up, but real quick, Superbook Sports Colorado. If you refer a friend, you are going to earn a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. You're welcome. I told you. I told you about it. So high five. (laughs) Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't want to miss their refer a friend bonus. I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially free money, right? So all you need to do is click on the refer a friend link under your profile in the Superbook app. Share the promo code with your friends, and you're going to get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using your code. Wait, hold on. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I love that. So win money wagering and win money referring this season with Superbook Sports. That's awesome. I, I didn't realize it until I said it out loud, and I'm like, that's a good freaking deal. So go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Before we get into headlines, i got to tell you, my son, he went to his very first concert last night. He went to Queen with Adam Lambert. By the way, i got to say, one, my son is a huge Queen fan. He loves all their their music. It's awesome. But it's kind of weird for Adam Lambert in his position because he's the with guy. When I used to work with Scott Hastings, there was a point in time when he was with Mike Evans. It was the show was called Mike Evans with Scott Hastings, which was the dumbest name possible. Okay. So it used to piss him off so bad. He's like, I'm just the with guy. Okay. It it didn't make sense. They were trying to be creative. Management was, and they're like, Let's say it's it's Mike Evans with Scott Hastings. But that's not how it rolls off the tongue. It, it rolls off the tongue as it's Mike Evans with Scott Hastings. Like he's the he's the afterthought. Like, ah, we're just going to throw him in there. He's the with guy. So that's what Adam Lambert is in a sense. And it's really weird to think about. Because he does have a good voice. I, I'm not a huge fan of his voice, but he but he, he he has great pipes, okay? Good for him. He's no Freddie Mercury, but who is? But, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking about it. My wife and him went to the concert yesterday. They had a blast. She got food poisoning right before she, she went in there and was puking her guts out. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't, but I am. She was puking her guts out as as they were getting in line, and there was like some electrical box, and they she went and puked behind the electrical box, and she and I want to say she did it like twice, something like that. But my son told her he's like, "Mom, after the concert, she he's like that was so rock and roll of you to uh, go throw up and then continue, you know, to go into the." the arena to watch the concert. She's like, yeah, okay. So hopefully he had a great memory of it. But going back to Adam Lambert, it's like what happens when Brian May and everybody with Queen decides, you know what? Yeah, we're done. 
we're going to retire. I don't, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens to his career, Adam Lambert, after that. And hopefully, in, and I believe he does, but I, I hopefully what happens is he's been writing music as he's doing this, influenced by these guys, and, and hopefully he's not just sitting back and essentially, this sounds fucked up to say, because he's a lot more talented than me. He's accomplished a lot more than I ever have. But, I mean, he's just sitting back and he's essentially, he's the cover singer for the band. I mean, he's essentially in a cover band, but they're the legit band. It's very weird. And I, I'm very curious to see in 10 years, are they still touring? And if they're not, what's he doing with his career? It's really weird, a really interesting situation. Because it's, they even say it, it's Queen with Adam Lambert. Does he have what it takes? Yeah, I'm sure he does. To like, if they, if Queen decides to, you know, retire, those guys, they're up there in age. If they decide to just go, you know what, we're done. And then how, how strong are his legs as far as his career goes to move forward without them? It's interesting. I'm not saying he's going to fail. I'm just like, I, I'm sure there's some hardcore uh, music aficionados out there that would be like, no, man, he's fine. You don't know jack shit. I'm not saying he's going to fail. I'm just curious of really how, how strong will he go forward. Because other than him touring, you don't hear him on the radio. You don't hear about his any songs of his other than when they're touring or like, it's Queen with Adam Lambert. It's very bizarre. Anyway, you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I remember when I was taking my driver's test long time ago that there was something written in, in the book about, like, depending on the size of the animal that is crossing your your path and depending on how fast you're going, whether or not you should be stopping in the roadway. If you're driving along and all of a sudden a cat comes in front of you, do you continue to go or do you stop? Well, it depends on traffic and everything around you. How fast are you going? Cause it could cause more problems. If all of a sudden you just slam on your brake brakes, if you're on I-25 driving and all of a sudden a cat runs through the road, you should not be swerving. You should not be slamming on your brakes. You should just run run it over. And I know that sounds fucked up. If you slam on your brakes, you're going to cause a pileup and you're going to cause a lot of damage and there's a lot of people that get hurt. And the reason I bring this up is two tourists from Switzerland all of a sudden just slammed on their brakes. Why? They were trying to avoid a spider after seeing it crossing State Route 190 in the Death Valley National Park. That was last Saturday. And now a 24-year-old Canadian man who was on a motorcycle behind them ended up crashing into the back of the couple's rented camper van. Now, here's the thing. Because you're thinking, a spider? It was a tarantula, so it was a good size one. 
It was enough that you could see it. But that being said, it's not as big as a fucking dog. <laughs> You're not. Come on, man. I, I listen. I, I I don't think you should be going out there trying to run over animals because that's disgusting. That's Jeffrey Dahmer esque. Okay, I get that. You shouldn't be, but you got to be using your your noggin. Fucking Swiss man. <laughs> They can make a, a little army knife, but they cannot drive a car. What in the hell? Hello, we are from Switzerland. We are going to drive on your crazy American roads. Honey, do you have any chocolate? Oh, no, watch out. Hit the brakes. It is a, a giant spider. Right? <laughs> wow, that, that may have been real audio. I just didn't realize it. <laughs> Uh, I, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I, you hear people all the time, especially if you live up, up in the mountains, you got to worry about big, big animals hitting your vehicle. That's a lot different. I mean, you hit a, a deer, you hit an elk or anything bigger than that. I mean, it's going to mess things up and you do your best to avoid it. But if it's, I hate to say it, but if it's a dog or smaller, you're supposed to run into it. And I, I know it's sad, especially if it's your animal, but a fucking spider makes it even worse. Okay, I'm 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 more sympathetic if a cat runs across the road and you slam on your brakes and somebody rear ends you. I'm a little more sympathetic to that. Dog, same thing. But a freaking spider, a tarantula, no, no, run that fucking evil bastard over. <laughs> the only thing they're good for is killing bugs and making a squish sound underneath your vehicle because you kept going. God dang it. Hopefully, they, didn't, they didn't have an update on this guy's condition, the, the guy that was on the motorcycle that ran into the couple's camper. But hopefully he he ends up recovering nicely and and can move on from this 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 accident that did not need to happen. My God, those people should be in some immediately deport them. Why'd you get kicked out of America? <laughs> like like really? Come on, what'd you do to get kicked out of America? Well. We tried to run. We were driving along. Happy times, happy times. And then there was a giant spider. I don't know how to do a Swiss accent. <laughs> then we were eating chocolate. And then all of a sudden, ooh, there was a spider in front of us. And I was like, oh, no. And then we, we, we swerved and hit the brakes. And then some Canadian man got behind us. <laughs> That's so awful. All you Swiss people are like, that is not how we speak <laughs> at all. A mystery billionaire is offering a lucky couple $185,000 to spend a year living on a private island in the Caribbean. The catch is the chosen pair will be expected to throw themselves into the full-time job of in-house hype machine, promoting the exclusive retreat 
on social media. You've got to be really good at social media for this. In order to qualify, applicants must be social media savvy, adventurous, and have prior experience in the luxury industry, such as working on yachts, yachts, or uh, high, ultra high net worth households. So, fuck this guy. It, I get it. You, you want to promote this island, blah, 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 blah. You had me with everything for a good applicant if, if they're social media savvy. Okay, because there's a lot of people that are. But now you're, go- you're throwing in the guidelines of they got to have experience working on yachts or ultra high net worth households. So you're asking for rich fucks. That's what you're asking for. Basically, there might be a select few that are maybe people that were working on yachts or working for high-end people. Maybe that's the case. Maybe they could do that. That's what they should be aiming for. I mean, it, it's it's great in theory. And obviously, you can't have kids to do this. I mean... Really, because you're you're going a year away from everything to live on this private island, and basically you got to be living it up. And now they want to take people on the journey of how this this place is going to be built, essentially from the ground up, and they're going to be documenting this. It it would be an interesting project just to witness, not necessarily be a part of. But it would be it would be interesting. Uh, but I mean, it, it's it's such a a billionaire thing to do. Like I'm gonna relocate you. You're gonna advertise me in my island because I'm a rich dick. I don't know if I told you that, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it says on my little placard on my desk. I'm a rich dick. Anyway, I'll pay you this amount of money. You're gonna live there, you're going to, you know, document everything on social media for me. And then, and then I kick you out after a year. Uh, it would be an, an, an interesting experience. If you meet that criteria, that would be great. And to, to do that, that would be a wonderful experience. It, I mean, probably, I would imagine. And I want to say, like, uh, what is it? The guy that owns Virgin Mobile, Richard Branson, has an island right near this island, wherever it is, and some other rich dickhead. Probably Jeff Bezos. I don't know. But the, we, nobody knows who this rich guy is. It, I don't know. If if you were, let's say you had experience on working on yachts and whatever. Yachts. And you're really good at social media, and you weren't tied down to having young kids would, you know, and raising them, would you want to do this? I mean, it'd be kind, it would be interesting. Something that you could say you, you, you did. But that being said, four months in, are you going to be feeling the same way as excited about it? I don't know. Did you guys see that the lines curvature on the nuggets in-season tournament uh, hardwood, the the 
the three-point line was too far back. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, when you look at the the court, and you have the the curved line for the three-point line. Well, they realized it was like, I want to say it was about six inch, a cox length off. It's NBA, so maybe it was a little bit bigger than my cox length. But anyway, uh, it, it was a significant amount that they they accidentally did it wrong. And, and I'm like, how do you do that? Because, like, remember when you were learning about doing anything around the house? If, unless you never do anything around the house. But you should always, the rule is you measure twice, cut once. In this case, it's measure twice, paint once. Although I am really bad at trusting myself with measurements. I'm really freaking bad at that. I hate measuring stuff. I just don't trust myself. So I usually, so instead of like measuring twice, I measure I'm not joking when I say this, like five to ten times. I just don't trust myself because I'm going to fuck it up. They're like, ah, is it though? Is it whatever, you know, measurement? Ah, go back, write it down. I don't know. Let me go back. I don't know. I don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> Wood's really expensive right now. Don't know if you've been to Home Depot lately, but it's really expensive. Although I believe the cost of wood is falling. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. So I don't know. I thought it was just interesting. It's like, how do, you, how do you screw that up? I've never heard of that before. One of the players was going out there shooting and around and, and he was just off. And then finally somebody realized, especially like when he was on the sides near the sidelines, uh, he could barely get his foot from the out of bounds line to the three-point line. That's how far back it was. So then they realized it, they remeasured, and then they had to, you know, repaint, repaint that area before the game. This was before the Nuggets took on the Mavericks. So if you don't know, by the way, so there's this in-season tournament in the NBA this year. It's their first time doing it. They got quarterfinal game, quarterfinal games that are going to be on December 4th and 5th. In, at higher seeds, the semifinals are December 7th in Las Vegas, and the title game is December 9th in Las Vegas. And they're competing for the NBA Cup. The Nuggets are in the group with the Clippers in New Orleans, Dallas, Houston. The six group winners make the quarterfinals along with a pair of wildcard teams, the two best second-place finishers from the group. I don't know. It's interesting. At first, I didn't like it, but then it's like it does kind of add some mid-season excitement. But that being said, it's not really mid-season. It's beginning season uh, excitement. I, I guess overall, I like it. We'll see how it goes. The problem is, is you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't get to follow the Nuggets that much because of the whole dispute with Comcast and in altitude. So ho hopefully this is a, a success and hopefully it catches on and people really take to it. The, especially the hardcore uh, basketball fans. If you're a basketball fan, do you like it? I've asked, uh, 
I've had the opportunity to ask about five people, and it's I want to say three of them liked it, two of them didn't, something like that. So let me know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on social at dehuffpodcast. Hey, Sugar Fire just released their Thanksgiving menu, and I was over there this Saturday. I was over there hanging out. I got I, I got some footage, and I was using it for their social media stuff, and I brought my daughter along, and we had to get some French fries because I love their French fries. But anyway, we're just kind of hanging out there, and I'm talking to Liz, the GM over there, and I was like, by the way, I, this Thanksgiving menu that you guys are doing is awesome. It's essentially, you know, it might be slightly different, but it's essentially the same cost, only you're getting it prepared by somebody for you. So you don't have to do any of the work other than picking it up. So what am I talking about? First of all, holiday orders need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th. You can get a whole smoked turkey. Smoked turkey. Oh, my God. Your whole family is going to love you if you do this. That's $9.99 a pound, averaging 10 to 16 pounds, and it feeds 6 to 10 people. They got dinner packs, which is like 6 ounces of turkey breast, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, and choice of pie. And they got, let's see, holiday sides, which I kind of just said, but you can get those in pints, quarts, gallons. They got whole pumpkin pie. Oh, my God, yes, please. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) I love pumpkin pie. And they also have pumpkin cheesecake if you want to change it up a little bit. Plus, you can get their regular meats and sides available as well. So make your orders uh, by Sunday, uh, November 19th. You can email them, catering at sugarfirewesty.com, or you can give them a call, 720-639-4903. Again, catering at sugarfirewesty.com, or give them a call, 720 720- Six three nine four nine zero three, dude. That sounds awesome. Like I feel like that I would like to do that just in general. Like have them. Like it's my like pre Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> like <laughs> and go to somebody else's house and while they prepare it, just as long as I don't have to cook, it's great. This sounds amazing. I I'm sorry. I love it. And I'm talking to uh, like Liz and everybody over there. They're like, dude, it is a great deal. And like they, the fact that, that they all love what they do. I, I could keep going on and on and on about it. But again, catering at sugarfirewesty.com. Hey, uh, this is disgusting. <laughs> a Kansas City manager has been suspended. Why? Well, he's also expected to be fired. Duff, why? God damn it. Tell us. Well, apparently, he somebody sent his staff members an email showing their manager whacking off on a couch. Yeah, apparently that's frowned upon. <laughs> the disturbing video of the Shawnee City Council's $190,000 a year manager, Doug Gerber, was emailed to several employees from an anonymous account with the subject line, most important. 
<laughs> Could you imagine? You're like, I'm so excited to to see this email from, I don't know who the fuck. But that being said, like you're not supposed to. It, it says from an anonymous sender. They shouldn't have opened that. Let's not. I guess it's bad that there's a video which apparently is was solo shot by him. If you watch the video, which I have not, thankfully, uh, that it was just all done by him. So somehow, for some reason, he decided to record himself uh, whacking his, uh, you know, ding dong. I said ding dong. <laughs> he was deciding to, you know, crank one out. Play with yourself. It'll be good. Everyone whack away. Yes. Right. Everybody was doing it. Well, just him. But anyway, so he did that. It was on his phone, apparently. And nobody knows who actually sent out the email. But here's the thing that I I have to, to say. As somebody that has sat through and gone through all those little tests that you're supposed to do uh, to make sure that you don't click on something that's going to shut down you know, the company-wide servers because you get a virus. If you get something from somebody you don't know, an anonymous sender, you definitely don't click on whatever's attached, whether it's a link or an actual attachment. So they open this, don't know who it's from, and it says, most important. Boy, that's not like, uh, you know, a scam waiting to happen. Apparently, these guys at, at the Shawnee City Council building are a bunch of morons because <laughs> we had that happen at the radio station once. Somebody accidentally, I don't know who it was, they accidentally clicked on something, and it spread through every everything. Oh, I don't think it was here in Denver. I think it was some in one of the other cities, but it, it jumped and obviously spread to... Um, because they have, they have clusters in Seattle, uh, Sacramento, Phoenix, and then, of course, Denver. And it spread everywhere. And it went fucking quick. So that's like, I know that it should, their manager shouldn't be filming himself cranking one out. But unless in the video he's like, hey, I'm thinking about, and then he's listing off his employees, and I can't wait to send this to you. I mean, other than that, it's like if it's on his phone and somebody hacked his phone and then decides to send it out, is that really his problem? I think uh, one of the side problems here that nobody's thinking about is they shouldn't have clicked on that in the first place. Am I wrong? No, I'm not. If you click on the the the, the videos <laughs> that you're supposed to take, like, once or twice a year when you're in a corporation, or you should be, it it, it tells you. You don't click on stuff like that. Because there's a guy in the background named Sparrow, who that's like the, the bad guy in all these movies that we had to watch at the radio station as we would take tests, you know, like I said, twice a year. Don't click on links like that. That being said, don't film yourself jacking off and leave it on your phone. Just don't film yourself jacking off. How about that <laughs> in general? Unless you're making money off of it. If you're making money off of it, I can't. 
you know, I can't tell you not. He had a job. He's about to get fired. He was almost making $200,000 a year. Man, that's just, <laughs> that's just bad. Don't do that. Note to self. <laughs> Note to self. Don't film yourself jacking off anymore. <laughs> How many of you are going, oh, shit, I shouldn't do that. It's scary, though. Anybody can hack into anything, I guess. Um, a pod of killer whales. So this is what's interesting. You've been kind of hearing more and more about this as of late. A pod of killer whales brutally sank a Polish yacht. <gasps> a yacht? Uh, off the coast of Morocco. That's according to a Facebook post by the tour company Morski Mile. By the way, orcas can grow up to 30 feet long and weigh right around 30,000 pounds. And what happened was this little yacht was out there, and they kept hitting the steering fin for 45 minutes, causing major damage and leakage. Now, some scientists speculate that these could be copycat revenge attacks sparked by an incident where an orca... Uh, matriarch was rammed by a boat. So they're just, you know, trying to, oh, it says that boat ran by the boat. So there's like, that's the boat. That's the motherfucker that hit me. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Papa. We'll take care of him. <laughs> then they beat the shit out of the boat and sank it. I don't know how these people got off the boat and survived because they don't say that in the story. But I like to think that somehow, like, you know, there was a helicopter rescue, just more dramatic. Now somebody's going to make a movie out of this. It's going to be fantastic. That's scary shit, though. I mean, their nicknames are killer whales, right? It's always, it, it's, we did a show, an episode where we talked about how, you know, how dumb is it of us as a society that we, capture killer whales or orcas and put them in captivity and then we're shocked when they kill the trainers and just like fuck with them like play with them like they're a toy and all that stuff like it's in their nickname they're nicknamed the killer whales not the fun and fluffy rainbow whales no jeez that makes me frightened. <laughs> so frightened. You're like, when's the last time this boat hit a whale? If you get on, if you're going on a tour. Well, there was that one time about, you know, six months ago, but we should be good. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Fuck. That's scary. Oh man, how frightening. My stepdad grew up in Alaska and I can't remember the Kodiak Islands, I want to say. And like there'd be several times that he would have to be on a boat. And it wasn't, I don't think it was orcas, but there'd be times where they'd be on the boat, a small little boat, like him and his brother going to town or going somewhere. And then they'd get bumped by a whale just coming up, you know, to get a breath and <laughs> right next to their face. Like, how frightening is that? Those things are gigantic. Then there was some guy the other day that got body slammed. Uh, he didn't die. 
He's lucky he didn't die. Body slammed by, I believe it was a humpback whale. Just coming up, breaching the water. Schmack. Mm, no. More, more reasons for me to fear the water. Because I assume that if I'm out there, every animal in that water wants to fuck with me for some reason. Whether it's a shark that wants to eat me, or it's a whale that just wants to nudge me and just, uh, you know, either plop on top of me or just, you know, come up, <laughs> knock me out of the boat. Something, something is going to happen. Don't like it. Don't like it. Fucking hate the water. If I can't see, if it's not crystal clear water, I don't want to be in it. And that being said, even if you're in crystal clear water, you're still in danger. Okay, You are. I don't like it. It reminds me of like uh, right before the pandemic, we we went to Hawaii and we met my brother who lives in Australia. We met him and his family, and there was a time where we're I'm trying to get my my kids, especially my daughter at the time. She was oh god, was she like five or something like that? She didn't want to get into the water, and we weren't in like somewhat calm waters. We weren't in the Lanikai. I believe is the really nice area, calm, clear water. We weren't quite there yet. We were just up the beach. But anyway, there were, I'm trying to get her in there. Then all of a sudden, I feel something on my foot, and it's like a crab. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and I kick it off. Then everybody starts like poking at it. And then my daughter like runs to my wife. and she, <laughs> Like, well, I fucked that up. We'll try. We'll try in 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm a pussy. Okay. Sorry. I like eating crabs. Just don't like it when they crawl on my foot. I assumed I, I almost died. Almost died from crab attack. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys had a great, had a great experience on this show. Uh, hopefully you laughed a little bit. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And I'll, I'll ask you if you could do this. It, anywhere you're listening, if you have the option to rate it, go ahead and rate it. it, it you know, be honest. It, uh, five stars, <laughs> right? No matter what, five stars. If you do less of that, I will find you, and I will hunt you down. And I'll tick the shit out of you. <laughs> anyway, no, seriously, if you can, it helps with the algorithm so that more people are exposed to this, this show. And more people that listen is better for me and for you so I can keep going with this and uh, all that good stuff. But anyway, so if you can, give it a good review. Uh, thanks so much to Sugar Fire in Westminster. I'm going to be out there every single Monday night from 6 to 8, hanging out with you guys, watching football, drinking some great cocktails. They got $2 pints of Coors Light. $2 for a pint. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing right now. It's early as I record this. It's not even noon. And I'm like, you know, I could justify drinking a Coors Light right now. But they also have amazing cocktails. You got to check them out. And, of course, amazing barbecue. Uh, again, Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.